Welcome back, goddesses and goddess lovers. I'm so happy that you're here to join us, to support us, to, to be part of our entrepreneur journey. Before I introduce my next guest, I want to share with you a little story about me and how I was inspired, you know, with this new mercado. My parents ran a small business from home. They sold that mission swap me in Pomona for a little over 20 years. Their small business allowed for them to buy and pay off two homes, several cars, and some minor luxuries, and they even put my older brother through private school. We were all permanent vendors, and rain or shine, we would show up and be there because we had to pay. There was no refunds. We all had the same work ethic. We all had families, day jobs, dreams of making it big and making the big sale. And we got to know each other really well, kind of like extended families. We forged strong friendships. We got invited to many parties, weddings. We shared a lot of inspiring stories about failures and, and heartbreaks. We broke bread together. We helped each other. We, ch we watched out for one another. And we all got to witness a few love connections that are including one of my own. <laughs> <laughs> I have very fond memories of the weekly swap meet vending. And I kind of wanted to recreate something like that, a, a, a similar version for myself. And, and that's why I thought of the Goddess Mercado. I thought, let me see if I could convince and recruit some of my friends to be a part of this market where I could sell our unique products and we could be fabulous. So this is why I invite Megan. Megan and I popped up at many events together. We would often talk about our vending experiences and, and our life experiences. And, and I'll be honest, you know, even during the tougher summer months, I would look forward to my monthly events because I will get to see Megan. You know, I, I love her. And, and, you know, even on my worst day, she would uplift me and inspire me. And I would look forward to update her on my life. It was kind of like therapy. So I felt very happy and, and I never felt alone. And these mercados were part of my network. So now we're together again at the Goddess Mercado. And this is why I invite you goddess Megan, so that you could share with us your journey and your inspiration behind your new brand. Welcome, goddess Megan. Thank you so much. I, When you asked me if I wanted to do this, I absolutely, yes. I also looked forward to seeing you. This was obviously pre-COVID, different world, but both of us were kind of going through similar shifts or yeah. actually preparing to make very scary, big shifts in our lives. And I think that's how you and I really connected because I understood you and you understood me. And it also helped that we weren't like super close friends that saw each other outside of events and like we knew each other's family. It's like the unbiased opinion, right? And just like being there for each other, like judgment-free zone. And then we would also exchange like business ideas or like, it was like all, it was a full package that you offered. And um, yeah, when you started Goddess Mercado, uh, I was shifting my life and I was just like, you know, in a complete different place. So now a year later, it's so cool to see what you've built and you still embrace me to come in 
you know, where I'm at in my life, you understand. And I feel like this is part of what I love about you, that you just encourage people to grow. And then, but you don't only do it by speaking, you do it by living your life a certain way. And yeah, I just want to let you know that I I see you. I see you, girl. (laughs) Thank you for that, Megan. And Thank you for acknowledging that. It's a lot of hard work, but you know, I'm glad that I'm able to attract all those people that I love, and you are definitely one of them. And because I'm very familiar with your journey and, and even the break that you took, I think that your story is so inspirational and inspiring. I want you to please share with the goddesses, you know, a little bit about your background, your design background, and you know what where you worked at and how you started your your business your brand tell us about it amazing thank you so um one thing that i want to say is i actually want to call out my age i am 39 and i'm saying that because i don't want anyone to ever think that they invested too much time into something already and they can't make a change or it's too late it's absolutely that's not that's right it's absolutely not so i want to start by saying that because i feel like a lot of the women that i've met along the way a lot of the people there's almost like um part of the resistance is feeling like you can't or you're stuck and it's like you're not it just hurts to get unstuck from your situation Hell right yeah So my journey begins, I'll just give you my background really quick. I have almost 20 year background in fashion. I worked everything from dressing models like backstage to uh, interning to doing everything, staying at the factory all day until I worked my way up to designer and then senior designer. I worked a very demanding career and it was It was like burnout central. I had to take breaks every few years. I would take like six months off. And during one of those breaks, I ended up having my daughter. And so when I went back to work, I just, my mentality was so different because I started to realize that I wasn't this person that I used to be that thrived in chaos because that's all I So every time I would take a new job, yes, the pay was better. The position was better. But you know what wasn't better? I wasn't better. Because I was never, it felt like I was putting on, you know, when you try on a very beautiful coat and you're like, this is so good. This is so good, but it just doesn't feel comfortable. Right. And that, and that's, that was my thing. And during the time as well, I had started my small business. So I was working as a full-time designer and then I started my own accessories company in 2013. So I did that. And as you saw, little by little, it grew, it grew. I would do pop-ups. I would invest all my extra time. It was big time. Yeah. I would bring my daughter with me. You know, it was just this whole thing. But one thing that was consistent, and I'm sure you remember, is I would always say, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I would, right? I would always say, girl, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. Like, <laughs> But you were so good at it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I was. But I was just like, it reminded me of design jobs that I had, that I would get these positions. And, you know, I've come to the point where I'm more confident in saying, yes, I'm good at that. Whereas before I was like, oh, you know, soy creída or what are people going to think? So I was very good at my job. I've always been a very responsible person, all of the qualities and very controlling if I have to be. And that's what makes you good at that kind of industry. My own business started to feel like that. It started to become like it's automatic. It does itself. And I'm not really I'm just maintaining it because I wasn't really fulfilled. And so um, when COVID hit, I'm not going to lie, I'm one of those people that 
I, my business was popping, girl. I had like the biggest financial year I'd ever had. Awesome. I was hitting my goals. I got what I thought I wanted. And guess what? I still was not happy. And now I'm starting to ask myself, what is the problem? Where is it? So then this just led to a whole having to admit to myself that maybe I just wasn't that person anymore. I just could not imagine myself not knocking it at all. I'm just saying for my own spirit, I couldn't imagine myself selling hair accessories or anything that of that nature for like in 10 years, in 20 years, like I just didn't see it as part of my future. I saw it as part of my journey, a very important part because my old business name is Hot Sunday. And as you know, people called me Hot Sunday. Yeah, I still call you Hot Sunday. So my identity was wrapped up in what I did and it was really hard. And so, uh, you know, I was also with my husband at the time and that was the thing that I had to address and who I was and who he was. It was basically this whole breaking down of ego. It was a whole um, ego death after ego death. It was so painful. Oh. Like when when you started Goddess Mercado, I was in no mind to be like, yeah, I'll do it. Because I was like, no, I'm actually breaking down my business and I have no idea what's next, right? Let me let me let the goddesses know a little bit about that because when I did start it, I reached out to you. Mm-hmm. And you did tell me I'm not at that place right now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm kind of relentless. I kept reaching out to you and then you started ignoring me. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't get back I to me. Did. And and I was reaching out because I know that you love me. You know, you mm-hmm. you gave me a lot of love while we were bending together. And I was reaching out. I, I love you. You know, why are you ignoring me? Come back to me. I want the listeners to know that you did take a big break. I did. From everyone. I took a big break. From everything. Yes. And then you picked up. And I love that you bring that up. And I'm going to be honest, you guys. When I saw Diana (laughs) at the very first Goddess Mercado, you guys want to know what she said to me? (laughs) She said, you hurt me. (laughs) And I was like, I love you. I know. And I'm sorry. Like, um, there comes... I a point in our lives where I literally it's not that I uh, it wasn't intentional I, I well it kind of was but it was it wasn't directed at yeah. you it was just outside energy that I couldn't give to so uh oh I'm like me <laughs> um so it was just kind of for the first time in my life I'm going to be honest with you I set real boundaries because, um, you know, I'm a Latina, you know that. And when people see me, they might not think it. But when you talk to me and you know me, you're like, oh, yeah, like, she's hell yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so growing up like that, you're not used to putting yourself first. You're not used to um, following what you feel is right. That's you right. always feel guilt or you feel like you have to do stuff. And when I tell you that even my family didn't know what was going on, I just didn't need it. Because you know what I needed? I needed to build strength within myself. And a confidence that wasn't stemming from my ego, from other people, how much I made out of pop-up or who's liking what. It had nothing to do with that. It's like I had to strip that away. And it was very painful. That's powerful. It is powerful. But it's work that is so ugly at times and so real that you realize why people choose to stay the same or choose to just spectate other people trying things and doing things and then never go for it themselves. I mean, hopefully they do, but a lot of the times. So 
that was also kind of inspiration as to my new direction, which we'll talk about. But so, yeah, um, I took my time. I cried and I cried and I cried and um, I felt the feels. I didn't feel happy or good. I can tell you guys for months and months. And then one day I started to feel a little different. You know, and it's like my process looked different than, you know, everyone's process is different. But, um, you know, I have a daughter and she's the one that got me going and got me out of bed sometimes. And and yeah, I for the first time in my life, I just I I gave myself the okay to live in that way. That was so different for me um, because I am such a movida and I am always doing something and I am always planning something. And for the first time I pumped the brakes and I was like, no girl, you got to reevaluate your life and where these blocks are coming from and go from there. And the first thing that I was, it's like hot Sunday isn't me anymore. Yeah. You know, so it that, was, that's it was badass. very difficult. It was very difficult. Yeah. That's badass because um, w- after you rebranded and started a completely new mm-hmm. business, I remember all these stories of all these women that, are, that you know, end their business and they don't know how to restart or they don't want to end their business because it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because it's not thriving or because it's not them or it's not aligned with, yeah. you know, what, what your needs are. And the way you did it so fearlessly, so wonderfully, it was so inspiring. And, and I think for you, that was your chrysalis stage. And you came out like a big, bad, beautiful I still butterfly. feel like I'm yeah. in chrysalis. Like, I, I, I don't think, I, I definitely, like, I thank you for saying that and for seeing me and acknowledging me that, or acknowledging that. But um, it's interesting to hear someone's perspective because on the inside, like, when I launched, so now I'm Shadow Play Collective. and That's um, right. Tell us about your new yeah, business. Yeah, so Shadow Play Collective. So... Let's go back to our pop-ups, right? When yeah. I was reevaluating what was going on in my life, what did I like about my business? What didn't I like about my business? What do I want to contribute to the community, to the world, to my daughter? What do I want to show her, you know? Raising a child in this stage, especially a little girl, it's like I don't want her to base her value on anything that, I mean, eventually I'm sure she'll go through the stages, but if I can help it, I want to teach her to, to base her value on who she is and what she brings to the world. What What is her part? So I started to think, Diana, what, what about these pop-ups, the one big one we would do, what what was it about it that I liked? And I realized it was talking to people. It was yeah. community. And then I realized, you know what? My whole life, people have actually really enjoyed talking to me. Like, I, <laughs> I just, I'm like, I'm a talkative person. But um, not just that, but I feel like I bring people comfort or maybe Dude. different perspectives, like people who are open to it, right? So then that got me thinking, like, well, I started, I prayed a lot. I also, like, God never left my side, even when I was a brat and I was like, F this, F that, my life blew (laughs) up, like, you know, but it's like um, source and and spirit never, never left my side and was always there guiding me. And really magical things started to happen um, during this time as well that encouraged me to let go of my business and change my life around. synchronicities everywhere I would look. Something that I would talk about would pop up. Just little signs that I was being given that I am 
being listened to. I'm not alone. Like I, I am on a path here, even when I felt at the most lost. So I realized that I wanted to create something where my voice and who I am and my spirit could give to the community and whoever is attracted to it, then those are my people. Whoever was going to fall off, then, hey, hasta aquí llegamos. Like, we were part of each other's road for as long as we were. We hopefully grew from each other. And I understand why you're not in my life anymore. And we're talking about, yeah. like, lifelong friends, right? Or, like husbands. Like, uh, <laughs> husbands, okay? Um, Fuera. Yeah, my, my Fuera. relationship. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, uh, letting my business go. So I announced my shop closure. And a week later, me and my husband had a talk that I wasn't expecting. I mean, I kind of felt things were going to shift, but not this fast. And before I knew it, I was closing my business the same month that he was moving out. Wow. So I, scary. when I tell you that for the following like six months or like the re- whatever year, whatever God forsaken year that was, that was, <laughs> um, I didn't know what I was grieving more because it was all part of me. It felt like part of me was ripped out. Like this is a man that I've known since I was in high school. This is a man that we've been together for so long. This is the man that made me a mother. And you know that bond is like it's always there. Yeah, it, it, it's there regardless of whether or not you're with the right, person, right. you know. But uh, I will say I'm very, very proud of the people that we've become, me and him, after right. this. And we're doing so much better now than we ever have. We, uh, you know, we've had our rough patches, but you know, we've we've worked through them. And so now, you know, that's good. So I want to say that because I know that the idea, a lot of women that I talk to, like, that's a challenge that they're facing. And I want to let you know, things can be different than your worst case fear. And that's what keeps us trapped sometimes, right? So knowing that I have this, you know, skill set, I guess, of talking to people, I started to be encouraged by my close friends. Like they enjoyed, I, I read tarot. And so they were. Tell us about your new. Okay, my new business. Um, yeah, so it's tarot. That's where I was. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going with it. Um, so I read tarot now. And then I also made candles. Candles is something that was very therapeutic for me when I was going through my shifts and on my, you know, saddest days, like just having a new hobby type of deal to kind of put my focus into and do all that. Um, so Shadow Play Collective first opened up as a candle shop. And then the more I went and, you know, I, I started a YouTube channel. And so I was encouraged to start doing private readings. And so the first time I said yes to Goddess Mercado, I was like, I literally haven't done any in-person readings. So I had no idea what to expect. And now I love it because... Every time I go, I will tell regular customers that go to the event, like, if you come by my table and you want a reading, sign up because I'm usually busy, thank God, most of the day <laughs> with the women from the Mercado. You know, they like to check in regularly, and I love that. And so I'm finally feeling like, you know, I may not know exactly where I'm going, but I know that this road feels a lot more like me, and it looks like the future that I want for myself. That is beautiful. And I will tell you what, I think that, you know, you are where you belong because you are a goddess, you know, Thank and you. what I did see in our big market, you always brought your best self 
from your shoes to your jewelry to your makeup to your setup. You always looked incredible. Oh, thank and you. Remember that very fabulous, colorful jacket that you oh, wore? Yeah. I wanted to... Yeah. You always... <laughs> so I, I want to continue to surround myself with goddesses. And, and you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I was kind of a skeptic until starting these mercados. I realized that we are all surrounded by all these women who are gifted. They're creators. They're spiritual. They're givers. They're real goddesses. Mm -hmm. And they're all brujitas. So, you know, and knowing you and trusting you and and you being a great listener, you're a great listener as you are a great talker, by the way. Um, I, that's why I decided to get a reading from you. Yeah, you did. And, and you were I was shocked, so proud of you. Because yeah, I grew up all religious. Yeah, so well, me skeptic. too, girl. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I grew up Catholic and um, it was new to me. Yeah, but I'll tell I you. Being with you, seeing all the women line up for you, all the vendors that were waiting, coming, walking mm -hmm. by, checking to see where you were available. I was like, I got to try this. And, and, and I got a reading and it was so beautiful, so uplifting, so inspiring. Nothing that I ever expected because I thought it was going to be kind of creepy, but it, it, you really did give me magic. And it carried me on until the next time I reached out yeah. to you, get here. I need you. Yeah. But um, I, love I think what you're doing for us is definitely a gift and it's powerful. And I pray for you. I want you to continue to soar and, and to help all of us here in our space. Oh, thank you for that. I, I have one question before we end that I've been asking everyone, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you obviously went through it and, and, and it's not a bad thing, but this is what I call those days where we have the humps where we have doubts, where we question ourselves, where we don't want to do shit. Mm -hmm. I always call those the webona days. I learned that from my, my mom. Mm -hmm. I've had many of those days and it's really hard for me to overcome. But women, being around women like you or getting advice from women like you really helps me get through them. What do you do? Because we all have them. What do you do on those webona days? What helps you that you can share with us that might help us to get through those days of doubt, those Wivona days. So my Wivona days, I'm actually 100% for because <laughs> this is actually something new for me because I was running at high, such high energy and speed that I, it's just slowing down has been part of my new thing. So I definitely believe in allowing yourself a Wivona day here and there. Now I actually need them to recover from doing readings because I'm serving the community and I'm, you know, just giving my energy. So I do tend to have those where I just kind of, you know, do my thing. I lay around my favorite place to be is my bedroom now and just like meditate in there. But if you find yourself having too many of those in a row, right. it's time to address it. Like, what is keeping you unmotivated? Why are you feeling this way? Because I assure you that the issue isn't as surface level as you might think. There might be something in your life that's draining your energy that's keeping you from being able to break through. Now, because of the work that I do in my energy readings and like how you said, it's not creepy. It's like, I, I just have a different perspective on yeah. what's going on. So I view things differently. And I realize that a lot of the times we occupy our space and our energy with things that aren't really like helping us grow. They're not helping us like thrive. So it's like if it's a confidence thing that's keeping you from being going, then I say like you and I, we like to surround ourselves with women and people right. that are on our similar level. 
I hate to say it, guys, but maybe relook at your social circle. Maybe relook at how you're spending your time or with who you're spending your time. Or if you don't spend your time with anyone, maybe you're looking at the wrong things online that are just kind of like well said draining your energy you know so i definitely believe in a webona day here and there especially because i'm trying i'm very heavily leaning into my divine feminine and when we do that a divine feminine does not overwork herself like she knows when to rest right. and this is like past gender this is like genderless this is just leaning into that feminine energy this is where passion creation the giver of life projects. You're not going to do that from a place of burnout and from being exhausted. You do that from a place of being replenished and you have so much to give that it's just pouring into other areas of your life, you know? All lessons that I myself am learning and I'm trying to teach my daughter because I, I want her. I, I want her to be feel abundant and thrive. But in order for me to teach that, I have to be that. And I feel also the same for my clients, the people that come to me for readings. And now my readings are more popular actually than than anything else. So I know that it makes me so happy when someone tells me that I encourage them or that I help them. So I would highly encourage that if you're in a slump and it lasts a little too long, it's you know, it's time to kind of relook at like, and don't put yourself down over it. Like don't put yourself down because that's when we start hitting a cycle of just we're bringing ourselves yeah. lower and lower like deep huevona yeah because it, it's hard to get it, it's hard to get out of it yeah. you know yeah thank you megan you know everything that you shared <laughs> is so valuable so powerful and and i like that you said that we do have to practice a lot of self-care because i don't want anybody to misinterpret that huevona you know mm -hmm. I, the huevona is like i think when you're stuck when you yeah. can't get out of it but definitely replenishing yourself, taking care of your body, your health, your fitness, your skin, you know, bringing out your most mm -hmm. powerful goddess energy. And you're definitely bringing that today. I appreciate you bringing Vida, your daughter. Thank you. Because um, I'm like Whitney. <laughs> I believe that children are the future. Uh -huh. And I think it's important for us to involve our children. And I, and I love that you involve her, that you include her. And I love that about the goddesses that they're bringing their families, their children with them. It's, it's inspirational, it's empowering. Thank you so much. And if you want to get a reading from Shadow Play Collective, please join us the second Saturday of every month at the Goddess Mercado in East LA. Or if you would like a private reading, please follow Shadow Play Collective on Instagram. We'll add a link in our page. We'll give her a big shout out. Also remember to come and visit us at the Goddess Mercado Boutique Wednesday through Sunday, 11 to 7. Come and find fabulous, well-curated goddess products in El Sereno. Follow us all on Instagram. Keep supporting us, empowering us, and watch us grow. I love you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Mwah. Bye.